Yo, <clears throat> what up, street togs, street gods, street vlogs, demigod togs, mega gods. Mega gods is actually a funny notion I had uh, this morning when I first woke up. A pro tip once you have a kid, just accept the fact that all your stuff. Is gonna have Vaseline or Aquaphor over it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, also another pro tip: crazy people speeding down your street and shit. Jack a safety cone. Just find it somewhere random. So whenever somebody speeds down, they slow down. Okay. So, uh, uh, the the turbo thoughts for us. So, um, I mean a lot, lot of turbo thoughts this morning. Uh, the first one is. How to future-proof yourself. Future-proof, is it possible to future-proof anything? Uh, thinking long-term, etc. What do men want to So, um, Mega Gods. I don't know. I was thinking about the Megazord. Like, we's, the, we's the new Mega Gods. Um, even the philosophy of being a demigod or stuff like that. It's, uh, even our best friend Jesus, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is me uh, being raised uh, Roman Catholic. You know, I still consider myself Catholic. So, um, also what I think I like about Catholicism is that Catholics, we don't take the Bible literally. I think we have like a little bit more independent of thought. And uh, yes, Catholics are Christians. Protestants are Christians. Catholics are the OGs. Protestants protesting what the Catholic Church is doing because uh, a lot of bad things were done. But alas, I think uh, Catholicism is still uh, more interesting. But anyways, um, so even best friend Jesus is like, oh, kingdom of God is within you. And I actually think that the teachings of Jesus, best friend Jesus, was actually misconstrued by Paul, who's like way, way later, right? Uh, St. Paul. And I don't know, I think uh, St. Paul had some, uh, some problems. And he almost turned Jesus into this weird um, kind of scapegoat. Um, was it... Uh, Kind of like figurehead for his own kind of weird thinking. So modern day Christianity as we know it, it's kind of like bastardized teachings of uh, St. Paul is my theory. Um, oh, also pro tip, whenever you see uh, random people, just wave, uh, wave hi to them. Morning. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's uh, the first of mega gods. So, We's all kind of mega gods in one way or another. Um, so that's the first thought. Uh, the second thought is, uh, you know, what is it that, you know, men want out of women? So it's so funny because uh, I think, I think, I think people have a wrong, the basic thought is, right? It's like, yo, guys just want sex from women. Just think about sex all the time, porn, right? But actually, I don't think that's the case. Uh, um, uh, my thought is, Actually, in the ancient Greek world, women are almost never mentioned. And it's not even like because like they sexist or anything or whatever. Even sex is not really mentioned. It's like, it's just like, you know, whatever. Um, it's just kind of more like men, you know, ancient Greeks, Roman gods, whatever, Greek gods. All they cared for was the lust for battle and war. 
and dominance and supremacy. And also the funny thing too, that a lot of the ancient Greek gods, they're just kind of bored. They're just kind of like treating humans as their pawns, right? But, uh... So, I think, my thought is, a lot of this stuff on like, men trying to chase women, I think it's just kind of like marketed nonsense, just kind of modern day socializing. Um, this is where studying um, history is useful because you kind of get a lot, get rid of this, a lot of this uh, modern day nonsense. So, like, even at the gym, you know, the, you got the, you know, the gym is interesting. Also, I was thinking about it too. It's funny because, at least here in SoCal or OC, <laughs> to gym or to go gymming or be too into gymming, it's become a verb, which is hilarious. I actually kind of like it because um, then to work is different. Working out because you could technically work at home. Uh, to gym is different because it's actually a social experience, a phenomenon. Gymnasium. It means gymnos, ancient Greek actually means naked. So back in the day, ancient Greek men used to be naked, uh, like open air, just kind of dirt, and just like kind of like working out, lifting weights, wrestling, fighting, having philosophical talks with uh, one another. So the modern day gymnasium as being indoors is actually insanely against what is good for us, my belief. So my ideal gym is actually an outdoors gymnasium. So for example, Gold's Gym Venice Beach. Um, it ain't the real, real uh, muscle beach, Venice Beach, but uh, still pretty good. They have this really good outdoor area that you can just work out topless. It's pretty good. Um, I think uh, I'm gonna move to LA in the next year or so, and then probably just uh, get a membership there. <laughs> Watch me. Uh, Watch me fuck up the the fitness industry. Uh, Eric Kim Fitness incoming, incoming. Do do do. Okay, so um, I was thinking about it's like man, yeah. Kanye is the the most innovative. Um, so yeah, and I think uh, to put your to put your uh, strength on display is uh, I think it's a virtue. It's like the modern day arena. And I don't know, like, there's still so much, like, moralizing and ethicalizing that comes into American society, which is hilarious because, you know, we're still kind of this, like, Puritan, Quaker, Protestant, Christian nation that it's kind of weird. Like, Hollywood's kind of bastardized it because Hollywood's all about glamour, fame, showing off. But at the same time, you kind of want to be humble and low-key about it. It's like, you know, you got to... We gotta learn how to be more uh, genuine and more honest. Actually, that's one thing I like about like the Novo Reach in um, Asia, South, uh, Southeast Asia specifically. Cause not even Korea, cause Korea is still a very, very um, Christian country, specifically mostly like kind of more zealous Protestant nowadays. Um, or we could we could think of uh, Korea, South Korea as America 2.0 or neo-colony of America. Um, I kind of like seeing more of the Novo Reach in um, Vietnam, maybe maybe Cambodia, more Vietnam. I like Vietnam, Vietnam's cool. Um, oh yeah, uh, I'm teaching a workshop in uh, Vietnam Saigon, Google Air Kim uh, Vietnam Saigon workshop, you can find it out, it's gonna be epic. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah I, yeah, I think men, we, like kind of seeing uh, women as like, objects of fascination or just fascinations and you know fellow playmates um 
And I think this is the thing too, as men, don't matter if you have all the Lamborghinis and all the riches and monies and things in the world, I don't think uh, men would want to live uh, a life or existence in this world on earth without women, specifically ideally uh, beautiful women. And uh, beautiful women is subjective uh, to everybody, right? Um, whatever you consider beautiful. So actually, even when you go to the gym, you know, you see all the, uh, you know, you see all the, the pretty, pretty women. Uh, it's like, like, if anything, it's, it's kind of more like I, I like, is it I? I don't know, it's just like a chance to, to chat. I think, um, this is the thing too, is like all these people say, oh, you know, if I just had a perfectly beautiful, obedient AI, you know, you know, essentially, you know, femme, sex, bot, whatever, it's like, that'd be so great. It's like, no, it's no, because I think what men want is, they want, we want to have a chance to flex our confidence, our prowess, and actually having the courage to make eye contact, like pro tip at the gym. <clears throat> you know, you could get the paper towels, whatever, just get the paper towels, and then there's a, there's a lady behind you, woman behind you, take a extra paper towel, give it to her and be like, and then make eye contact and give it to her, it's like, and then she's like, thank you, and they said, like, that'll be $2. <laughs> that's, that's always my joke, it's like, or that'll be, that'll be two tacos, or one taco, or, you know, to make small talk. It's like, that'll be two tacos. Don't worry, I accept Venmo. <laughs> um, so, or that'll be two Bitcoins. <laughs> they're like, what? Is that Bitcoin a lot of money? Um, so uh, so that's, a, that's a joke. You can joke, right? So I think, uh, I don't know, even for me, like, I always like, I like, I like joking around with men. I mean, I like, uh, ever since I was young, like high school, college, middle school, yeah, I always like talking to uh, pretty women. Da -da -da. You know, it's funny too because like, I didn't really have a serious girlfriend until like, what, junior year of college, senior year of college, um, sophomore college, right? And so it was just kind of more of like high school, just kind of me, um, me and the homeboys just kind of kicking it, just uh, doing nonsense. And actually, This is in praise of like K through 12 education, even college, cause like it's just such a fun social experience, right? Like guys could hang out with other guys and you know, see all the pretty girls and stuff like that. Um, even Boy Scouts, like I'm a Boy Scout, Eagle Scout, FYI, Eric Kim is a Boy Scout, Eagle Scout. Um, and uh, yeah, it just like, I think modern day social life, it kind of lacks uh, ability for people to be social in like regularized settings. And this is also in praise of clubs, like um, uh, clubs on campus and stuff like that. Having a regular social life, I think it's, a, it's very good for, for uh, humans and humanity and having fellow uh, human mates. Uh, so that's some thoughts. Um, so, uh, future-proofing. Um, so the question is, is it possible to future-proof anything? Um, obviously, not really. I mean, the cool thing with the promise of uh, Tesla, I think Elon, what, Elon, I mean... So who's the last great innovator and thinker alive? Probably Elon Musk. He said, create a car that can last a million miles on a single chassis. I'm like, that's amazing, right? Like, I want to think, it's like, can there be a camera out there that last a million actuations? I'm like, that's a cool thought, right? Even surprisingly, so I'm currently vlogging this on a Lumix, Panasonic Lumix G9 uh, with the Leica Lumix, what? 
1.4 Sumalux 12mm lens, which is a 24mm equivalent. Um, this video itself, I'm shooting 4K, 24fps, uh, road video mic on top with the little fuzzy thingy on top. And uh, I'm just amazing. Also shooting uh, stills on it, just small JPEG is fine. Um, with the dynamic black and white contrast monochrome mode, P mode, contrast and grain such high. I'm just like amazed. This camera's had such good longevity. Can it last a million act twitch? Maybe. Um, and then, you know, it's so funny too because like, I look at all the cameras out there, iPhones. Can you imagine, like, just a simple thought, it's like, can you imagine buying and owning a camera for at least 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Digital camera? Probably not really. Hello, good morning. Um, probably, probably not. Uh, even another terrible thought I had the other day is like, like I wanted the iPhone, iPhone Pro be a solution for photography, but it, it ain't. Because um, the thing with the iPhone, iPhone Pro, right? You're not realistically going to own it for more than two, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years. Not, not. You're going to do it, right? Uh, even with uh, cameras, um, at least Fujifilm, they keep putting out new cameras like far too frequently. Too many models. I don't like it. Um, Ricoh, Ricoh GR, GR3, GR3X. I'm sure there's going to be a Ricoh 4, 5, 6, etc. But then the problem is, man, this longevity on those cameras is so... Like, my Ricoh GR3 is broken, my 3X is broken, and I can send it in to get it fixed. It costs me 400 bucks. I'm like, I could buy another one. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just not even like a money thing because um, I'm a Bitcoin billionaire now. I don't really care about the monies. It's just like, I have a lust for uh, innovation. Um, innovation is <clears throat> probably what's interesting to me. And I think uh, uh, to future-proof things, nothing is future-proof, but I think thinking really long-term is a good idea. So for example, if you shoot, I'm shooting this video, 4K, I mean, it'll probably have better longevity. So maybe what you're trying to do is, you're trying to make things which have longer longevity. Nothing is future-proof, but try to think at scale, think about um, the future. It's like, what's gonna be useful, what's not gonna be useful? So unfortunately, we're probably still going to be using email, so I still think that uh, email newsletters are um, probably your number one 90% Archimedes lever for marketing and just communication with uh, your followers. Not social media. It's crazy. Like, even within the last year, two years, I already saw the, the quick demise of Instagram in lieu of TikTok. And don't trust TikTok. It's owned by a Chinese company. What, Tencent? Same thing that owns League of Legends. Um, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't trust it. Um, Already seeing the, already saw the demise of Facebook, yeah, Instagram, Flickr, see the death of Flickr. So th there could be a new chance for like photo disruption. I might, I might make a new photo platform a continue. Arsbeta.com, A-R-S-B-E-T-A.com. Upload all your best photos there. Yeah, there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be a, a good future ahead of us. Um, I think um, the best way to future-proof things is try to really, really, really distill and whatever you create, not for like a selling marketing purpose, but really, 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 really doing it and putting it out there because 
you have such a strong, strong, strong desire to just propagate and put it out in the world should be should be the goal. Um, and actually, you really know if you have soul in the game. <clears throat> also, Nassim Taleb said this to do is by what honors and awards you decide to decline. And actually, my personal pride is with the books you make is what offers you decline from publishers, right? So like, for example, my Learn From The Masters of Photography, my dream was to make it open source. The initial publisher I talked about it wasn't about that live, so unfortunately, um, so I had the courage to say no, and I put out their open source. So uh, Eric Kim, 100 Lessons From The Masters of Photography, Street Photography. Yeah, Ultimate Soul In The Game Book. Uh, Zen Photography, like all, all my books, just Google Eric Kim books. Everything I put out there, has my my soul in it. Um, Nassim Taleb calls the soul in the game. I'm probably gonna call it something else. I don't know what I'm gonna call it, but uh, I mean, I still like to use the word passion. Passion is kind of a passion is still kind of a, a loose concept. Technically, it's enthusiasm we want, not passion, but still. Um, Yeah, I just gotta have so much passion. I think you just have to like care care really really deeply um, about it. It seems like uh, the goal. Uh, yeah, you just have to care so insanely bad about it. that you desire to just propagate it and just share with the world.